Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Matt, and I like my whiskey on ice. Hey, it's Michael, and I like my whiskey scotched. Hey man, it's Sam, and I like two fingers of a single malt. Let's get this Hailcast started! We head into the seaboard, Atlantic City this weekend, I hear, man. We zip in, we pick him up, we zip right out again. We're not going to Moscow, it's Czechoslovakia, it's like going into Wisconsin. Has always been a big, big hit around here at the uh, at the Hailcast. We've Thanks, always man. we've always enjoyed his company. Thanks. Got my eye on you, man. <laughs> so glad we dug you Got up. Both of them. Just this one. Right here. Which one's your good eye? Yeah. Just keep looking. <laughs> you can tell. Don't stare, though, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, well, yeah, we are heading to Atlantic City uh, later this week. Or, uh, Scott Piscatelli, New Jersey, is that where we're going? Yeah, that's right, Piscataway. Scott Piscataway, New Jersey. Great. Good fella. I wonder what he's up to. Yeah, no doubt. Who knows? It's uh, always good to see uh, a natural-born citizen uh, or a naturalized citizen. Come through with a huge catch. No question about it, Michael. Um, born in Sierra Leone, war-torn Sierra Leone. Both of his parents murdered in the uh, Civil War and uh, as a child. And he ends up in Iowa, of all places, and uh, makes his way to Ann Arbor to make a monster catch. To seal the game. That's your recommendation for the intro song. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with a little... Uh, get the let out. Get the let out, yeah. I'll tell you what. God. Dang. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a swell victory over the weekend, wasn't it, Matt? 14 to 7, man, I tell you. Throwback. That was a throwback. I tell you, that was a... All in all, once the nerves wore off and you kind of think and look back at the ball game, that was... Relatively dominant, one-score victory. Um, and we can parse that together and apart, and each upside down, inside out. I mean, you're looking at nine points that they left off the scoreboard with uh, between two missed field goals by Kenny Allen. Yeah, if we're talking offense, that's a, that's the, that's a big thing that jumps out. I guess there are two things that jump out in my mind, and that's certainly one of the two that jump out is, boy, we have to have a kicking competition, and where is our boy from Rockford? Where's the Ram? Ram Tough? Ram Tough. He's, he's nursing some injury. He's dealing with something, if it's an injury or something else. I want to say he was dealing with an injury in fall camp, so I wonder if it's a hammy of sorts. Well, they got to get that straightened out or get the bugs out of the yips out of his head. Yeah, well, I, Coach Harbaugh made it sound altogether like it's Tice's job to lose. Um, Is Tice, do you think, any relation to Matt Tice? Well, yeah, I think all Tices are related to Matt Tice. Oh, yeah. Matt Tice is down in Australia. Is that right? Yeah. Good day, mate. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria! <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Aussies. <laughs> Shampoo that's called Aussie. What do you do? What kind of beer do you drink down there? In oh, Foster's. <laughs> or oh, big oily, big oily can. How do you like your onions? Like them deep fried? Oh, blooming onion, you know it. <laughs> What, what kind of Subaru do you drive? For the Outback, mate. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Just throwing oh, softballs. Right. Just throwing softballs at a pro. Man, here. this dude can stop by my house anytime and throw shimps on my body. 
Oh, geez. 14-7. What's the other thing that jumps out when you think about that offense? The Michigan offense? Um, it's a ball control offense. But the big thing that jumps out in your mind following uh, this game as it pertains to the Michigan offense? I, uh, a lot of things. I mean, it's a rush, well, rushing attack. It's, when I say uh, this, you're going to go, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grant Newsom. A pre- <laughs> preemptive, oh, yeah. Grant Newsom's departure for the year is a, a, just a huge loss. That is a terrible, because terrible he was injury. only getting, he was only ascending. He was like Sully before the birds came. He was ascending. Yeah. And then the birds came, and he had to glide into the river. Yeah. He landed it right in the uh, river. And the drink. Right in the pond. What a bummer. Two weeks in a row, big bummers. Jeremy Clark and now uh, Grant. And it yeah, sounds yeah. like this Newsom may have just absolutely exploded his knee. I mean, there's. They need to put like some of those ace bandages on. Just wear these, fellas. Here you go. And put a little. Um, hey, I know it's you're nothing wrong now, but why not guard against it? Hey, <laughs> can we get some of those lineman braces for all my receivers for everybody? I'm kind of shocked he wasn't wearing those big old knee braces. It seems like all linemen just kind of do that by habit. Anymore. And he wasn't. No, 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 he was not. No, yeah. There's a chance. Uh, just the way Harbaugh was talking, and he spent a couple few minutes talking about Grant. In the what was that the Monday presser, and talking about what a swell guy he is and what swell family he comes from. Um, it well, almost yeah, that was the Sunday uh, Sunday presser. Yeah, because that one. Well, they were both. Maybe they were both, both very, very like. Ooh, yeah, I know what you're saying though. Like, I hope the kid makes it back. I mean, he may never play another down of football. Yeah, I mean, the parents are you know should write a book about raising children and yeah. Uh, there isn't any finer man with character amongst anybody coming through this program in the history of anybody that I know of. Well, he's a super smart kid, apparently. Yeah. Um, comes out of a highly regarded prep school so out in New Jersey. It's just such a bummer. It's you know, such... Seeing a guy like that who get, finally fight, gets his way into the lineup and is really doing well. Really, really doing well. God! <laughs> Dang! <laughs> you know? What a loss. Bah, so, yeah. Yeah, I, you're but, right. You know, and the other thing that sticks out on that in that game was um, is the lack of production. I mean, offensively in general, but um, but from Spate, um, but a lot of that was he was being ru- he was being pressured. He had a lot of pressure coming off the edge, but it was coming off the right edge. Yeah, it was not a great day. For it wasn't Bush Agnes Beatty, and- the uh, the man who stepped in for uh, yeah, left side was strong for Newsom. So, I mean, I guess in a, we know Magnuson's a pro. Yeah, he had a bad day. He had a bad day. Well, he he was facing. Well, he's facing stiff competition. I we mean, don't we don't know. I mean, he may have a, he may have lady problems. He may have had the shits. He may have had bowel problems. Yeah, we will all go through it. Yeah, when you, you know. I mean, the other you know. Uh, far I don't want to give any personal examples, but uh, I mean, we've all been through it like through a goose. I mean, right. Yeah, I can think of several occasions. So you can you can look at that as uh, that's so, maybe that's good news. Yeah, uh, Jawan Bushel Beatty's side wasn't leaking pressure. No, they would, but and you would have thought they would be bringing it that side. Okay, look what we have here. Let's yeah. let's test him and see what he can do. And I'm sure they were. And they stood right up. So, um, you know, when Harbaugh talking about Mason Cole can go over there, Braden can go over there. Boy, I don't want Mason Cole to leave the center position. No, nope. uh, you don't want that to happen. No. Nope. You want to see because they, they were they were pushing him decent, you know, for Wisconsin being Wisconsin. Yep, a couple hundred yards rushing is not too bad. And I thought our uh, offensive output was just fine against an yeah. elite defense. I mean, right? Should have been twenty three to nine. That'll right? that'll be the best defense we'll see on the schedule, um, notwithstanding the Buckeyes, and maybe as good as the Buckeyes. I mean, their their backs were playing lockdown coverage almost too. I mean, they were sound all around. That's a good team. So, That's a good team. I wouldn't be shocked at all to see Wisconsin take the Buckeyes at home. I mean, the, right. The Buckeyes get on you with offense. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's so demoralizing for a team. And if you get, if you just get yeah. pounced on, if you could take the first punch in any fight. Right. Um, if, or if, you, if you're the one who throws it, um, I mean, you can just pounce all over somebody despite what your defense is doing. So you, you're a phenomenal offense can make a defense look so much better as we all know. And then vice versa. But I think that happens a lot with teams playing Ohio state is like, Holy cow, this crazy offense. 
How do we stop that? How do we stop that? Well, and then stop you stop it with a crazy good defense. Yeah, because you don't and want to be What can your defense up. do? Yeah. So it's a matchup just like Ohio State. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's just we're going to see uh, at least one more of these knockdown, drag out 23 16 games uh, uh, late November. Yeah, that'll be a. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. We got the 23. Let's hope. 10 point now, that seems. That seems about right. I mean, if you get, give them three points for a, for home field and they're favored by a touchdown, okay. Ohio State's favored by a touchdown. That seems legit. Yeah. Anyway, we're moving way ahead, but you know what? Well, that's how we do it here in the Hill. We don't have any, you know, we, we ain't got no. I got nowhere to be. Nobody's keeping track of what I'm looking forward to. My mind wanders and it wanders, you know. Where, where did you see a 10-point um, spread? Future Future odds. Dot com or something like that. Oh, okay. Okay. S&P Plus, yeah, we were just looking at and talking about has uh, the Buckeyes as a 6.4 favorite. And Yeah, we didn't know if they factored in the home field, which would raise it up to around, around 10. That would be, yep, yeah, 9-10, yep. Yep, yep. Um, you know, what the bottom line is, with the way our offense performed, I think, as you'll agree, is that we faced what you just said an elite elite defense and we had the the elite defense yeah and that's leads into the um the second point here is luckily we whatever happened with our offense just like glasgow was saying you know we knew any lead we had was good enough we right. have that d right yeah that is uh we shut that team down that is the wall at castle brown he sure has you know don't come up north to the wall of Castle Brown because you ain't going nowhere past that wall. No, winter is coming. White walkers. Bunch of cheese eaters. Um, we held them to, uh, like, nothing. We shut them right down. Uh, what, eight first downs? Yeah. That's dominant. Completely. Couple, couple of decent pass plays. I mean, you take away one of the rushing um, rushes for like 19 yards, and his average drops right down to like 2.6. It was that first drive of the of the ball game for the Badgers that they saw some success. Yeah, got a couple first downs, moving the ball, and like oh, and then that here's was, the adjustments needed for that, and that's done. And never again, never again did you ever fear. There's not, there wasn't a lot of. Uh, I mean that that was the same game plan seemingly every series. Uh, a couple rushes right up the middle, and then let's see what the lefty can do. Yeah. And uh, I think we called it last week when we said that guy's deliberate motion is going to be jumped. Yeah. By our boys in the back. And we had three and dropped a fourth. Yeah. Yep. My sleeper dribbling continues to not disappoint me. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know the highlight shot. At the end of the game. Yeah, the kill shot. Jordan, Air Jordan. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. Just floating through the air. I mean, you know, the. Well, here's the thing. So we win 14 7. We missed three field goals. And let's face it, if Lewis does not make that crazy highlight catch, it's first down and on the eight. Pretty sure Harbaugh would punch it in or kick a field goal. So. Conservatively, let's say that's another three points. So you're, you're you've got twelve points that didn't happen. So you're talking about a twenty-six to seven victory. Could have very well happened. Oh right, yeah. Um, it was a should have happened. It should have happened, no doubt. We hold them to one hundred and fifty-nine total yards. <laughs> one hundred and fifty-nine total yards. That's a good team. I mean, it's a top ten team. Yeah, that's a. We've got a really good defense. There's, oh, I mean, that's not as, this is not news. That D-line, again, just man after man after man. Like, like once again, what Glasgow said, I look, I look to each side of me, and I know that each one of these guys is, is a, going to do his is job. A, is a pro. <laughs> right. <laughs> is a pro. Yeah, they're going to have a fine draft this year, especially from that defensive side. I dare I say Ryan Glasgow is the best player on that defense. Thus far, I had I heard a couple good quotes. Um, one, well, one of them's a quote, and one of them's a statistic. 
I was listening to uh, Inside. Is it called Inside Michigan Football these days, or oh, yeah. Michigan Replay? What the hell is it called? Inside Michigan right. Football. Uh, and Dan Deardorff says they knew it was coming and they couldn't stop it. It was a fullback dive. He's talking about. That's what I like. And, oh yeah, and that is true. The idea of, um, I mean, hearkening back to um, uh, early 90s, late 80s, when it didn't matter what the, the defense knew that was going to be an off-tackle uh, run, and there was no way they were going to stop it. Um, I loved seeing that about that, that dive up the middle when uh, Hill, they knew that was coming. Wisconsin knew that play was coming, yeah. and Wisconsin could not stop it. Yeah. I mean, that was huge. Yeah, that's a, when you can impose And I love that feeling he's talking about. The other thing is, how about this stat? Let's talk about Naysayers. Once again, let's go back to Colorado, who we said, you know what? This team's for real. Right. We like their chances here, that, especially if that's, that quarterback comes back, which he has not yet. Oh. They're relying on that second-string quarterback. Matt, again, how many yards did that second-string quarterback have against U of M? I'm going to pull that up. I, I just, Minus I can, four? I can see where you're going with this. He didn't complete a pass, as I recall. Um, Sacked for a four-yard loss one time, and then out of the game. Yeah, nothing. We shut right. him down. And they get f- minus four yards. He's been leading Colorado. U- UCF's okay. Um, Wisconsin top ten. Um, well, the stat is Michigan is tied with Tennessee right now for first nationally with wins against top 25 opponents. The only two teams that have got two top 25 victories in their belt. So, who have you pl- who's Michigan played? Yeah, so this... Who have they played? Well, as it turns out, we've, we've you know, at the you know, halfway point through the season, or just about the halfway point of the season, we've played as good a schedule as anybody else in the country. Colorado is going to... It's only getting tougher for us. Yeah, they're going to go contend for the... Uh, Pac-12 North or whatever the hell they're in. Um, and Wisconsin's probably going to win the Big Ten West. Yeah. Steven Montez was 0 for 7 against Michigan. And uh, let's see what he did against Oregon. Um, he was 23 of 32 for 333 yards in Oregon. And he followed that up with another 293-yard game with three touchdowns. Minus four against Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So we've played some decent competition, and we've proven that this defense is. I don't see on Michael on our schedule. Let's let's look ahead real quick because we can. We got Rutgers at Rutgers, Illinois at Michigan State, Maryland at Iowa, Indiana, and at Ohio State. I don't see a team on there, not named Ohio State, that's going to move the ball against Michigan. Well, this will be a nice time to do a little Big Ten review. Right. Who? Who amongst them? Nobody. Nobody's running the ball on us. No. And, and which one of those teams has a quarterback that they can take over and lead them? Nobody. Nobody. I mean, Indiana's got a slinger, but... I mean, you've got a veteran in, in Iowa. They're struggling, though. I right. Don't, I, I know they are, got, but I, I mean, that's the best quarterback that he's getting probably going to face. I think the best quarterback we'll see between now and JT Barrett is the kid out of Indiana. Oh, that's yeah. He is a slinger too. He's a big time slinger. Well, I'm interested to see a shutdown of that defense. Yeah, we owe it to him. Oh, that'll be a, that'll scary. be a, that'll actually be a, a good test. Yeah, um, that's danger. I mean, it Indiana is. can move the ball. Yeah, very. Uh, but they're not going to move it against the Maroons. I just don't see it. You know, Ohio State does look like a machine. Yeah, they look like a machine yeah. once again. You can say who have they played a li- slightly to to them. They got a squad, but they have a squad. Yeah, they have some weapons, and they're just reloading. I get the feeling, uh, but anybody anybody else, they have weaknesses though. They do on defense. They have weaknesses, yep. and they've got weaknesses on offense too. Yep, yep. As does the the Wolverine. They've Wolverines have a couple weaknesses. They're not. Mortal wounds or weaknesses, but they're there, as do the Buckeye. No one's exposed them thus far or been able to really put the screws to them. Dang. Well, we got to get that kicking game fixed. As Harbaugh said, 
response of somebody saying, hey, you know, it's been said defense wins championships. What do you think about that? I don't know. Well, to win championships, you got to make field goals too. Right. Got to yeah. get that straightened out. Those little yeah. points are going to are going to be worth stuff against state. They're going to be they're going to be important against Ohio State, especially. I mean, you know it. You've seen it so often, and we've got photos of it. Um, kicking games, monster in the big game. Yeah, got to have the kicking gotta game. Have it. So we got to get the ifs out of their heads. Yeah. But we're going to have a few a few nice weeks to work that out, yeah. which is going to be nice. Yeah, we we need to get that scored away. And I think we will. What are you able to on do the, to, on the, to add? On, on the bright side, uh, Kenny Allen's punting was freaking That's true. outstanding. Yeah. God, he can do that job well, and his kickoffs seem to be pretty decent, too. Yep. Yep, he's just been struggling with the... It's hard to do all three. I mean, we talked about it. We talked about it in the... Uh, Mm-hmm. In the Hailcast one dot one, I mean Kenny Allen running three jobs is asking for problems. Oh God, that's and all I need. The chickens are coming home to roost here. Um, fortunately, didn't cost us the ball game. Um, beyond that, I got oh Ty Isaac had a nice ball game. I thought. Yeah, he did. He's getting he's getting smoother and smoother with his shimmy and his shake and. Uh, you had a nice strong for, uh, straight arm. Yeah, the confidence is really uh, is strong with that one, and he gets stronger as he gains it. I would agree. Yeah, he's been squatting. I'm a little bummed I didn't see Karan Higdon, and he's not injured. That must be a missed class or late for class or meeting or that sounds disciplinary to a degree. If but, he's not injured, I mean the guy had a monster game. We don't know. Didn't miss Jeremy Clark as much as I thought I would. Uh, no, I missed his his sweet tenor voice back there, but in terms of a drop-off... He's got an olive oil voice, does he? Yeah, he does. You know, so Jeremy Clark's got a pretty good olive oil voice as well. He's a crooner. He's a crooner on the squad. Um, but yeah, he was not missed as much as we thought. Well, what did, I think the numbers were... Um, Stribbling had, what, three picks, dropped a fourth. Or no, two picks, dropped a third. Uh, Jordan Lewis was thrown at three times, and I think he knocked down two of them and picked a third off. Right, yeah, yeah. Something crazy like that. And plus, he he played, he uh, also defended the run well. They tried a couple of, like, uh, yeah. I don't know if they were screens or, or end arounds. Or... He was stout against yeah, the run. Yeah, he did not allow. Our corners are stout yeah, against the run. We have stud corners, which is just what we need for this yeah. quick firing, heavy pressure defense because yeah. they got to unload it quick and you need lockdowns and we got them. And we got linebackers. <laughs> we do, don't we? Ben Getty and another Lord, big every game. week. Well, again, and, and, and I think we can go back to 1.1 where we talk, you know, I think I was a firm believer and I think I transformed uh, some opinions of some of the listeners who uh, the feedback we got uh, later on that uh, they were going to be not a weak point in our defense, but um, we would be mildly surprised with them. And I think mildly is understated. Uh, every week they just get better, and Gideon is just... He's a monster. He's a monster. And that uh, touchdown that Wisconsin had, they threw the they ran the wheel route and exposed uh, Gideon. That's a uh, my opinion. And, and as that was unfolding, and you could see um, him coming open and the ball going there, and I... You can see the whole thing unfold, and I'm like, you know, that's just a great call by Wisconsin. It was a great call. That was a Paul, and, and it was a beautiful ball. That was a Paul Chris beautiful call. ball to yep. throw to your receiver. I mean, uh, you didn't even make anything. You just had to was a yep. he set it in there like a baby. Yep, he sure did. That was a nice ball and a nice call, and he isolated a linebacker on a tailback. And offense, as we know, will always be the defense if the play is executed properly. It was a perfect ball. Blocked well, nice route, nice grab, and uh, I can't put too much of that on yeah, Gideon. No. Good play. We turned it over, giving him decent field position to. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, on a great tip drill yep. play that was you know that was maybe forced ball, but it was one of those balls that was thrown were supposed to be low, so it won't be tipped and caught. And yet it was tipped and then yeah. tipped up. Wisconsin so made a hell of a play. That was a great, a great defensive play, which led to another great offensive play. So give them credit; they're a great team. Yep. And I will. 
as yeah. we walk away victorious. Yep. Well done, loser. And I thought Spate looked great. Um, even with, well, great. I thought he looked solid. I think what was impressive to me with Wilton Spate is he had, it seemed to me, he kind of carries himself like he's got complete confidence that he's going to get the job done when when it's winning time. And he sure did. He dropped a freaking dime to Darbo to seal this thing. Well, oh, that was his second progression on that play. That was meant for butt coming across the middle. Oh, yeah. But he saw that they gave him single high with the safety going uh, towards the center of the field. And he said his eyes lit up and he knew he was going to give Darbo a chance for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I was interesting listening to uh, Spate talk about how he sort of models his game after, of course, Brady. They watch a lot of Brady, but also Roethlisberger. And how long have we been saying that? I mean, the dude stands there and like maybe there was one play in last game where he should have thrown it away. Like he had too much confidence that he could escape the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, he was able, you know, he could absorb boom, boom, you know, bang against me and I will survive. Uh, yeah. And he'll get he'll get to know that a little bit better when he should unload. Uh, I'm not going to fault him. I think I did go, hey, throw it away at the time during the game, but I, I wasn't you know, too disappointed in that. He's usually making the right decisions there. He's made a lot more good decisions. Right. He's a decisions. pretty heady guy. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I like where he's at. Oh, I heard a number today. What were the numbers? So he's sitting on 10 touchdowns. And two interceptions. It wasn't until game 10 last year that Rudak threw his 10th touchdown. Yeah, he's... So he's five games ahead of schedule from last year. Um, And his numbers, if they extrapolate to a 12-game schedule, are 2,600 yards, 24 touchdowns, and five picks. Take that right now. Take it. I would take that, absolutely. Yes, sir. I think we all would. And there's no reason he can't do that once he starts. He may have a head start on that uh, this weekend. Something tells me uh, Harbaugh, uh, you know, he the only few that exists has existed since Harbaugh's been here. If there is any feud between the uh, the Scarlet Knights and uh, the Wolverines, yeah. the, them, you know, how dare they come here and hold a camp? Blah blah. Oh, give me a break! Of all manufactured rivalries, manufacture your what the you hell? Know, what the hell? So I wouldn't be surprised if Harbaugh wants to go there and put a spanking on him. He wants to show New Jersey kids just what this this Michigan program is about. You don't even want to think about going there. No, staying home. Look no. at this is what you want. Yeah, you want some of this action. Uh, I want to show Urban Meyer that you can do that at home. Watch what we can do in their place. Right. Um, I, my son, of course, picked, well, scored. He was a little amazed at mine, and we'll get to that, at cutting and running and taking a stab at the score a little later on in the broadcast. But uh, once again, I'm uh, completely confident. I think this is going to be, a, we're, we're seeing a lot of Wildcat. We're going to see um, some different receivers. We'll see some more McDoom. We'll see a lot of, a lot of practice time coming this week. That's what I'm anticipating and looking forward to. Yep. Practice time, because practice time is fun to watch during the game. Yeah. <laughs> a, uh, a, what do they call that? A um, such and such scrimmage, a uh, full dress scrimmage. Dress rehearsal? Dress rehearsal. There you go. Um, so we are talking about Rutgers now, huh? No, we're not. We, we jumped ahead a little bit. Okay. That's good. We should probably go to uh, our sponsor, take a little break, regroup, and then really get into Rutgers because I've really got a lot to say about uh, this Rutgers team. We can turn the knife on Rutgers. Let's do that. Let's do it. All right, let's hear a word from our sponsors then. Be back in a second. This episode of The Hailcast Man brought to you by this sponsor. Today's sponsor is KTEL presenting Adam and the Goiters. Songs Just in the Neck of Time, featuring such classics as the William Tell Overture, Brady Bunch's hit, Keep On Moving, everybody's favorite campfire song, The Camp Town Races, and Led Zeppelin's Black Dog. 
Don't get a lump in your throat. Order now. Welcome back to the Hailcast, episode 1.6, Matt. Six weeks, baby. Michael, it is Taco Day, so I want to wish you a happy Taco Day. Oh, well, happy Taco Day to you. Seriously, happy Taco Day today, huh? Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. It's on Tuesday. Oh, man, I do love me some tacos. You like the hard shell? You like the soft shell? Oh, no. Two corn tortillas. Oh. Lightly uh, grilled yeah. from San Jose, Takira San Jose on the corner of LaBelle and Division here in Grand Rapids. Or down in the, at the lunch break in Nuevo Huerta, Mexico. Either way, just a little bit of cilantro and onion. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, also uh, National uh, Good Buddy Day. Hey, Good, bu- good Buddy Day. That's In here, in this house anyway. Okay, so that's what we do now. Uh, 10-4, good buddy. October 4th. And uh, like I was telling Matt, if, uh, if I'm playing poker and, and especially Hold'em and you hear me say, good buddy, you know I'm holding 10-4. And I would probably be folding them if it wasn't suited, but I'd probably stick around. Is, is like turning 10-4 on, uh, on the flop, is that called the good buddy flop? Uh, well, you flop three cards. There's a third card that's the wild card in that case. So 10 4 and whatever. Oh. Well, if I get, you get two cards dealt to you, and if I get 10 and 4, it's a lucky hand for me. I just call it my good buddy hand. It's a good buddy hand. So, uh, so why today is a good buddy holiday for me? Uh, I always look forward to 10 4. I'll tell you what, it's better than 9 11. God, no doubt. No. For more reasons than one in this household. That's right. That's right. The old man. Yeah. Stand beside her, got her. You know, before we get into Rutgers. Yeah. We should probably talk about the visitors that uh, the, uh, the big house saw this past weekend. Big weekend. Oh, enormous. Yeah. What not let us know what you know, Matt? I know the big man, a couple big men were in town. Um, Mr. Alex Leatherwood, the the big fella out of Pensacola, Florida. That's a guy who can build up some callus. Leatherwood? Yeah. 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 Doesn't does he need sunscreen? Does no. He Heck no. He's got like a he's got like a uh, ammo belt full of marble reds, you know, just yeah. ah, leather belt, buddy, whatever you're looking at over there. Yeah, that, that family hasn't seen SPF in like several generations. No. His car seats are chaps. It's made out of chaps. <laughs> um yeah. Cesar Ruiz was in the house. Oh, God. He was, I think he worked the table I was playing blackjack at uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. I'll tell you what. Great dealer. Better lineman, great dealer. That big center. He's oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Change 100. <laughs> um, and on and on. I mean, I don't have the visitors list in front of me. I, um, oh, uh, well, I can the, help yeah, you out there. The big, Baron Browning. The big linebacker. Five star, number ten overall. Yeah, yeah, he was in the house. Sean Wade, he's not a big swimmer, but uh, he'll go out to his knees. <laughs> Is he uh, related to Butch? You think? I think so. Yeah, yeah, or, or Richard Welford. It's really, it's kind of a, it's really a problem actually between the two of them. So he'd be the smaller. He's a corner out of uh, Jacksonville. Well, why not? Five-star fellow. There's no athletes that really come out of Jacksonville, so that's a surprise. Well, that's that's an important uh, visit because he, as we know, is a commit to the Buckeyes. Big deal. So to get a Buckeye commit on campus um, is no small... You know, you know what uh, Sam Webb always says? Uh, he says if you can get a guy on campus, you get a puncher's chance. That's right. That's what Tommy Hearn said, I thought, too. Yeah. They would know. But let's go back to Alex Leatherwood. We moved away from him quickly. The guy's been tweeting out stuff like, it's the best visit I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, best fans I've ever seen. Yeah. Best city I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. And then he's, you know, uh, takes down all his Bama stuff off his, you know, I don't follow this stuff. Yeah. I just read about it. Because yeah. when I start following it, then I feel like, um, you know, I feel priestly and Sandusky-ish. Yeah. 
Well, so I uh, I tend not to. I just like to read about it. So uh, according to others, he's been taking down all of his stuff, uh, and um, that bodes well. And so when you see somebody who's that touted, he's a giant man. He is uh, Fab Five-ish. He is the number two offensive tackle prospect in the United States of America in the uh, 2017 class. Let's go down that list. Jed, you said Jedrick Wills, Cesar Rees, Chuck Villagia. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Jordan Anthony, Christopher Henderson, Marquesey Bell, Donovan Jeter, Chase Hayden, K.J. Britt, Shannon Reed, Braylon Face, and Walden. I like any guy who's got hyphens. Right. Um, what are you looking at? Listening to all those. I mean, obviously, Leatherwood, Browning. You know, Wills, Ruiz. Wills and Ruiz. Can't believe Ruiz isn't five-star. He probably will be. Our big dogs. Yeah, those are the big cats. Um, and then we saw Cesar Ruiz tweet out a Fab Five with the little emojicon, like, you know, huh? And it was a uh, picture of Leatherwood, Isaiah Wilson, Jedrick Wills, Chuck Falagia, and Cesar Ruiz. Now, let's... Let's step back and talk about how high profile these guys are. What 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 does it? It's a phone call for Harbaugh to Jalen Rose, right. who would be happier than anything to give them a call. Can he do that? Jalen cannot. No. Oh, all right. Can Jalen say? Uh, have Harbaugh send him a picture with like the Fab Five's autographs? Uh, uh, no. I think. What can Jalen do? He can, Personally, he can hit a floater in the lane. Dang, he can dish it. Or he could say, I, "I'm looking for the new Fab Five on the line, yo. yo." And I'm not talking the free throw line, yo. So those guys, so those are all uh, offensive linemen. Um, Leatherwood's number two in the nation, offensive tackle. Isaiah Wilson, the big guy out of New York, number nine, offensive tackle. Number ten, offensive tackle, Jedrick Willis. Number sixteen, Chuck Falagia. And the number one center in the nation is Cesar Ruiz. So you're talking about... Why is he not a five-star if he's the number one center? I don't think centers are... Uh, well, there's not... There's A, there's not that many five-stars, period. And uh, centers typically don't get the love that the tackles do. Even though... Boy, that's the smart one, huh? you got to be the big, tough... Nobody coming through on that left yeah, side, but boy, that center has got to know what's going on and I, run things. I wish I could give you a better answer. Yeah, I don't know, I don't he know probably the, will be. I don't know the, the full answer. I don't know the or centers who cares? Stars. He's the number one. That's what I'm looking for, number ones. I'll take twos. I'll take twos. I'll yeah. take threes and fours, you know. So, uh, big, big weekend. And uh, from what I've understood, I, I guess I haven't heard a whole lot out of Browning, um, how his visit went. Imagine it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if it was the best visit for Leatherwood, Leatherwood, it had to be pretty good for just about everybody else. Baron Browning, outside linebacker. What is he great sitting? name? Six three two thirty. He's sitting on forty two freaking offers. He's sitting on forty two acres of prime real estate, uh, just about thirty clicks from the River Thames. That Baron is. Betty, I bet he marries some chick named Baroness. You think he's got like ruffled, uh, like a collar? Oh yeah, he's uh, he's he's got like a little uh, uh, Downton Abbey going. <laughs> a horse and carriage. Oh yeah. In a rolls. Oh, um, he's got a little bit of uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers to him <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he's a big timer, no doubt. So, Great name. Yeah. It's a, that is a Texas name. I mean, so is Alex Underwood, even though he's not from, I don't believe, Texas. But Baron Browning is a, if it's not a Rolling Hills of uh, Southern England name, it's for sure a Texas name. Speaking of hyphenated names, Donovan Peoples-Jones could not make it on his visit because he was playing a ball game on Saturday. Um, Cast Tech versus Detroit Martin Luther King. That's not a very big game, actually. Yeah. And... Um, yeah. Ambry Thomas on that Martin Luther King team. Um, Peoples Jones was sporting some Michigan Jumpman gear. Couldn't go to the game, so he brought the game to him as far in yeah, the form of gear. No doubt. Lots of gear. Plenty of it. And the old man was sporting a 
big black M hat. Um, Worst kept secret ever, you say? I don't know about ever, but I got to think he's going blue. Right. And he wants to be a surgeon. He's a smart dude. He's a smart dude, and he's the top receiver in the country. You got to love that combination. That's unbeatable. He's currently the number 12 overall player. So we're looking at Baron Browning as number nine. That's going to be a surgery on the secondary, a secondary bypass. Number two or five, and uh, it's uh, a secondary bypass, yep. Harbaugh is recruiting. I mean, Urban's recruiting, no doubt. Saving Another hyphen there, Peoples-Jones. Yeah. Um, secondary bypass. That'd be bypass. like the people's court. But you don't go there for, like, uh, for justice. You go there for things you're really craving. Go to the people's-Jones. Right. What are you jonesing for? Peoples. I'll take you. <laughs> take it. And I'll throw you out on a flag route. I need more friends. I got a People's Jones. He can he can run that kid. Holy cow! Why do you have so many friends, dude? I got a People's Jones. <laughs> I can't help it. He's, a, he's probably a better manager than a surgeon. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. He'll take. Yeah, he'll manage all administration, hospital administration. Probably perfect for him. Yeah, he's a People's, he's a people's person. Yeah, there's probably an HR guy. Right. right yeah. Maybe a uh, business development guy. He's Dr. Party. I mean, you know, Dr. Social. What if he just goes straight from high school and he early enrolls at the hospital? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's, uh... uh, I'm going to take my talents to the survey room. Doogie Doogie (laughs) Peoples-Jones. Yeah, just operating. Jumping. Yeah. What you doing? It's operating. Jumping out the gym. He's an operator. I knew it the whole time. The dude's an operator. Smooth operator. <laughs> hey, what's that? Why is his nose not buzzing? <laughs> <laughs> People's Jones. It's the wacky doctor's game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be a sweet get, and it's looking like uh, based on his gear. I ain't seen no green. I ain't seen no white s's on no green gloves. Sparties are. Yeah, they're having a tough time. See if they can't I'm not around. gonna. I'm not going to go through any. I'm not did going you? to show any Schadenfreude here. No, I did not. In fact, see the end of that uh, Indiana Spartan game. I uncharacteristically was well. Asleep. You know, I think uh, the the glare of uh, my. Um, once again, we mentioned him last week. My brother-in-law, Paul Brady, uh, IU alum, proud fan. Young Paul. Young Paul uh, sent me the pic- sent Monica and I the picture of uh, uh, Mike D'Antoni uh, just after that field goal went through and the glare, the death glare he was giving to somebody, and I'm guessing it was special teams coordinator, based on the fact that the dude jumped, right, cr- him a second giving him a second chance for victory, and the second chance proved That's enough. Um, yeah, uh, tough way to lose a ball game. So, I can think but they, sh- they they had they, they should have converted. They that should have never been the case. Um, they need a quarterback. We've been we said it. That's not the guy that's going to lead them. But it's not just that anymore. You know, it's more. It's the team. I think that Wisconsin loss was a big thing, and um, you know Malik McDowell's not going to be able to do it himself. Uh, they need a their defensive backfield is needs revamping and their offensive line needs revamping and the running game, which is their, their full shizzle that gets their passing game going is not existent. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to (laughs) say there's not a little part part of me that takes a little bit of pleasure to see Sparty suffering a bit, but you know, I'm still a Michigan, it's the state of Michigan fan, and I've got a lot of friends who are Sparties, and so I don't want to see their demise so quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not prepared to shovel dirt on their grave quite yet. Uh, no, neither am I. They're they're playing minus their captain Riley Bulla um, the past few ball games now. Um, I think they'll get him back. Reshke will be back in a couple weeks, probably. Right. They cut two to four weeks with that ankle. It sounds like a wicked ankle, but yeah, he'll be back. He'll, I'm sure they're targeting 1029 mm-hmm. for all these injuries. 
No doubt about it. Um, they'll give us. They'll give Michigan everything Michigan wants. Um, that's their. They can be spoilers. Well, we are ahead of ourselves this week. However, oh, yeah, we have the mighty Scarlet Knights with a K, silent K. Yeah. Out of the Rutgers University. New no Jersey. The founders of the game. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe different accounts. Of yeah, that, that wasn't really a football game. I'll give it to him. I got no problem with that. I don't know. I, I don't know that we give it to him. All right. I think there's an asterisk. I'm not gonna make a big argument about it. I'll still say, well, we took your little idea and we mastered it, and then beat you over the head with it, except for that one time a couple of years ago. We're gonna shove the ball down their throat, Mike. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, the, the only good thing that came out of uh, Rutgers' uh, defeat to the mighty Buckeyes of Ohio State, ugh, God, I hate to say that, but they are mighty right now, uh, a drubbing 58 to nothing. The only thing good is that they came out healthy. Um, there are no injuries. The report, their depth chart is the same, which isn't necessarily anything that you're going to be real happy about. No. In fact, their coach said he couldn't find one thing at all positive about that game other than no injuries I, I, I would not go out on a very long limb here and say that uh, Michigan's second team across the board could play with those guys well what did I read somewhere it was something like um, Michigan's third team to take on Rutgers or which I don't know if that's a prediction like the third team will see action which I will, I, I will, I will bet there will be third teamers in there. There's no doubt about it. Um, but let's look at, take a brief look at Rutgers. There's really not a lot to look at. They, they, they're not very good. They, they're 116th in the nation in total offense out of 128 teams. Now, well, 333 yards per game. Yeah, they're awful. Uh, Michigan, however, is fifth in the nation in defense. Yeah, so that doesn't bode well, uh, that doesn't bode well for them. They average about 99 yards rushing. They're not going to rush. Last week, they're one receiver last week caught ball, a pass. He caught three passes for 33 yards, one receiver. That was the yardage total in passing that they had against Ohio State last week. Um, so that doesn't bode well for them. Um, uh, I want to see Michigan hold Rutgers to under 20 yards of total rushing. Right. Their best player is hurt. He got hurt a few games ago. Yeah, that receiver. Yeah, and he was a very, very, very good player. And he is no longer. And he's playing. not on. He's not playing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Last, I don't know if their starting linebacker, um, Greg Jones, was injured. He came out of the game last week, and a true freshman by the name of uh, Tyreek Maddox Williams came in to spell him and ended up leading the team in tackles with eleven. I don't know. I should know. What's to know? You'd think I'd have a couple days to look this up and find out if Greg Jones. It seems to me Greg Jones is a rap, is a name that you might hear. Mike Jones, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, Didn't Greg Jones, he was a linebacker for the Spartans several years ago. Yeah, I knew I heard that name before. All-American. Ohio State never punted. Their kick returning... um, The Scarlet Knights kick returning. The dude had six... Uh, Josh Hicks was their primary kick returnee, and he had six re- attempts, and he went for seventy-seven yards. I mean, so, I mean, he. They're that, that's just not good anywhere. They're not getting good field position. Their running clock terrible. Um, and then we've got, and then just a few. They uh, got a new head coach, Mike. A new first year, Ash. Comes out of the Buckeye organization. Jim Harbaugh said he interviewed him when he was at Stanford. That's right. Interviewed him. Yep. Said he was a uh, damn good interview. Well prepared. Very well prepared. Yeah. Uh, but not quite for the job. The interview. Hey, nicely done. Not. We're not going to hire you. Well, he's given up 32.4 points a game. Oh, yeah. Mike Ashes. He's letting the uh, opponents outscore him 65 to 14 in the first quarter. Well. He's going to have to recruit someone out of New Jersey. And right now those guys are flowing, fleeing 
the state of New Jersey to go play elsewhere. Well, he needs to recruit a quarterback who can complete more than 49.6% of his passes because that's not going to cut it against lockdown pressure. Um, They're going to have a tough time. I'm really looking forward to, like we said earlier, it being practice time. We're really going to get some looks at some people um, doing different things, and I truly believe we're going to see a lot more of this Wildcat, and I heard somebody talking about it recently. Like, well, he's going to go in there every time, and he's going to be told to either hand off or keep it. He's not going to be taught to read that end because that's just too hard to learn. And I say, humbug. Oh, it's too tough to learn. Boo-hoo, humbug. He's going to learn how to read that end, I I believe, over the next few games. He tweeted that out. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see that. There was a picture of Jabril. Wildcat got the ball extended into uh, just about in the Devian Smith's belly, and Jabril's eyes are focused right on that defensive end. Right. And his uh, tweet text was just begging for him to take the bait. Right. He just desperately wanted to hang on to that ball and run like hell. Well, do you th- so do you think he's already learned to read it? Yeah, well, you, the picture. Because he, he never kept eyes, it. Oh, it's a beautiful picture. So my theory was he's been told to go in there, concentrate on that end, but you're handing off. But we want you zoned in on him to read what he's doing because you are eventually going, it's going to be up to you to read read him. And we know you can do it. You are a smart football player. No doubt about it. Let's take a look at this. Here's the picture right here. Looking at the end like, please chase, please chase. He stayed disciplined, though. But look at his eyes, looking right at that deal. Well, that, that is a tough read, though. I mean, he could be coming down the line, but but I don't know the speed he's moving at there. He could yeah. be just staying still. Jabril probably got orders, you know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he, gotta, he got he, orders. He gotta, Keep your eye on him. Look at him. Find him. If he's crashing. It wasn't uh, Devian. It was Ty Isaac. But uh, but he's going he's gonna to read him. If he, if he hasn't already learned it, he's going to and then watch out because that's going to be... With him having that ability to read the end. If he gets the edge, he's gone. Right. Like that, he's gone. Yeah. And I I think he can beat that edge. He could probably, I'd be curious to see, you know what? Here's what I, here's what I'm going to throw a little mini prediction. Uh, These New Jersey kids are going to get their chance to shine in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And remember um, two years ago when we played down in that dump and lost that freaking nonsense to Gary Nova? Ugh. God. Um, Jabril was injured. Yeah, he was. And he was in street clothes on the sideline and was just bumming. He's not injured. Oh, no. This year. He's going to go no, down. I'm sure this is on his little uh, oh. Google calendar. Oh, man. He's going to have a ball game. And uh, look for Rashawn Gary to have a ball game. Look for Juwan Bush or Beatty to have a ball game. Um, we got some boys from the state, from the Garden State, that are going to have. Yeah. You know, why play. Yeah, that's 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 interesting and fun to think about. Duly noted. Just the the practice time, the scheming you can do in a game like this that'll serve you so well down the road. Oh yeah. And in the couple more games to come. Yes, yeah, get some of these Illinois. Kids. Yeah. Now you're not going to have the depth that you would at home because of course it's a travel squad and it's not the whole 100 and don't need any more than that. No. I'm not even looking for really. I'm looking for more offensive. Uh, um, uh, looking for some explosions. Offensive scheming, offensive um, uh, trying this, seeing if this works. The defense is set for two strings, as far as I'm concerned. That is a juggernaut. Yeah, don't don't need to see anything there. That's a championship defense, no doubt. Uh, we're gonna see more, but. But don't need to see any more. Who do you want to see on offense, uh, second, third stringer type guy? Who do you like to? Well, of course, um, you know, I was talking to uh, Mike Harris uh, before the East Christian game yeah. last week at my good buddy Joel Peterson's house. Joel Peterson Builders, building you a life. Uh, and, um, you know, so of course I'm, I'd like to see uh, our local our boy Drake Harris get in there, um, see what he can do. Um, 
he's got some ways to go. Through he does. Year. I know he does. I know he does. But I still, I, I still would like to see him. He, he, he. I brought up to him that I said, "Hey, so word on the street is Stribling can beat your son in hoops," and he's like, "There's no chance of that. No way." Yeah. He, maybe they, maybe people are talking that Stribling can jump higher. This is, uh, this is his dad, and uh, he was pretty passionate about it. But it, it is his son, so I, I never fault a man for. Having pride in his son's ability, but so uh, I'd like to like to see him get a shot. I, I just uh, I he was so he, touted. He, uh, he had the best high school season. His junior year at Christian was probably uh, the best year of a high school player. Uh, East 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 ever. stuck it to them this uh, past week, which was uh, quite a game to stand on the rain and watch. Um, but anyway, I'd like to see him. Uh, uh, I'd like to see. Uh, you know, I'd like on defense. I'd like to see, um, or on offense, I'd like to see some more Cook, uh, Crawford. Uh, I'd like to see. Um, McDoom? Well, yeah, but I, I figure I'll see McDoom. Yeah. Um, Asi, more Asi Asi. I'd like to see. I'd like to. What about where's where's Young Tyrone? He's playing. All right, I'd like to see him catch a ball. Yeah. All right, I'd like to see what he does after a catch because something tells me that frame is going to be tough to bring down. Um, I'd like to see O'Corn uh, running the offense the ball. for uh, a quarter, you know, and not just handing it off, but running the offense. You might get a better part of a quarter out of O'Corn. Yeah. Uh, well, but I also like to see Shane run out there and do a bonkers play. You know, that train, you know, that train uh, that they ran, that train formation, uh, you know, it freaks the defense out because you don't know what, but they're doing all lined up, but they've eventually got to all line up at some point. You can't, you know, you've got to have people on the line of scrimmage. So I think, I don't know that, you know, Harbaugh's like, well, we might use that going forward. My son came up with that scheme and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But where's that develop into? Uh, they've got to eventually line up on the line of scrimmage. And so maybe if they do it quickly, it sort of it, it guards against that and it just looks strange. And maybe you can get away with it once in a game to sort of freak out the defense. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm not so I'm not I don't know what kind of development you'll see out of that formation. Um, I'm looking at more like uh, uh, double tight end sets with play action and uh, and and mastering the waggle or the bootleg. Um, uh, of course, I, everything right now I'm hearkening back to '97 because this defense is like '06 '97. It's just shut down, lockdown, yeah. lights out, and so I just need a steady offense to operate behind it. Um, Efficiently, yeah we we've got a crazy defense. Um, Ram alone. I'd like to see some Crowd Higdon get back in the lineup. He yes, no doubt. Chris Evans, of course, he's got that that burst. But as does Higdon. Higdon runs crazy hard, shockingly, and he seems to have a little bit better. I don't know. He's got great. Balance. He's got a, he's got a little bit more of a bowling ball to him to bounce off the uh, initial contact. He runs a little lower than does Debian. Yeah, similar. Well, to like if I'm comparing the the young guys, uh, Chris versus uh, Kron, uh they both got a wonderful burst. I think Chris probably has a little bit more of a burst, but it's that uh, initial contact bouncing off that that Karan Higdon can is more bone you know I'm not trying to take anything away yeah uh, but um Jesse Johnson reminds me of yeah alright Housecat Housecat yeah he runs uh, Higdon runs a little bit like so I'm looking forward to looking forward to a relaxing game yeah night game and uh, I see Rutgers is doing the uh, black stripe seating arrangement they've texted that out or tweeted that out I don't know what that means so I've heard something about black stripe I'm not sure it's where each section is designated you're wearing black or red hmm you know how kind of Iowa does that type of thing too um so are they gonna make a picture of Che Guevara or <laughs> good it's gonna be like a, a point uh, pointillism a mosaic I gotta imagine that 30% of that crowd's gonna be Michigan fan so many in New York, as we know. Yeah. At least I have to imagine it's still the same. Yeah. You uh, going to any future games? I won't be going to Rutgers. Were you going to homecoming? Illinois? That's up in the air. I think it's Possibly. up in the air for me, but I'm thinking about it. You got a ride if you need one. I haven't given a thought. 
Well, you have anything else to add to this Rutgers game in Jersey? No, I would like to see us avenge that nonsense loss that we well, suffered in 2014. We can make book on that, Betty. Yeah. Take that one to the bank, as Robert Blake, a.k.a. Beretta, would say. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it, Michael. That uh, brings us to cutting and running, where we take a stab at the score, Matt. Let's take a stab. Um, I got mine written down. I haven't changed it. My son's jaw was like, what? Just walked away. Is that right? Just like last week. I was a little over aggressive. I went, uh, my score last week of 44-13 didn't pan out. Yeah, what did I go with? That was pretty aggressive. Pretty aggressive. I thought we'd get on him early with the offense, then stun him. Didn't happen. At 38-17, that did not happen. No, but that's closer. This week, I think I'm going to tame it down a little bit, Matt. This week, I'm going 63 nothing. Whoa! Wow. Dang. Really? Well, I think Harbaugh wants to show Urban, well, you can do that on your soil? Watch what we can do on their soil. Yeah. Uh, he's got, you know, a little bone to pick maybe, you know, here's why we're taking these New Jersey boys and here's why we're taking them and nobody else is taking them. Yeah. And your little satellite camp, fake bullshit. Faux rage. Yeah. Your faux rage. Your manufactured, uh, rivalry. And, uh, yeah. So let's see what can happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, my number is similar, but different. Um, but it's with the same thought. It's I think Harbaugh wants to remind Chris Ash and the high schools in New Jersey because I think there was some pushback with that whole satellite camp out at Paramus Catholic. Yeah, it sounds like the uh, Catholic leagues out in New Jersey are um, pretty much in line with Paramus being a an, a, a an enemy of all. Nobody likes Paramus in New Jersey, outside of Paramus. And clearly Harbaugh has aligned himself with Paramus. You know, Jabril Peppers. Summit County High School doesn't like him either? Nobody does. Nobody. So talk to Dee Mallorca about that. We should. Um, so my number is 70. We're going to put 70. Oh, ho, 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 ho. And they're gonna 13? Get, they're going to get three. 70 to three. 70 to three. To I three. love it. I'm bummed I didn't think of it before. <laughs> 70 to 3. Here, here's a little something for the effort. Here's your three fucking points. Whoops. For the kids out there, that was Fodderging. Fodderging. You're fucking sneaky bastard. Well, that's a fantastic score. And I think with that, Michael, um, it's been a hell of a hellcast. It's been a great, great Tuesday. Ah, oh, great. Looking forward to a big victory. At the end of a Hailcast like that, there's not much more you can say other than... Let's go blue. Gay and Z blow! Say baby! Vamos Azul! You see the world through John Malkovich's eyes, and then after about 15 minutes, you're spit out into a ditch on the side of the New Jersey Turnpike.
everybody. We're all going to get late. Yeah.